0: Hi my name is Jackie Davidson
1: and my name is Lisa Parker
0: and welcome back to the John Gosling 1742 cookbook podcast where myself and Lisa are recreating recipes from an original Georgian era cookbook that belonged to a gentleman called John Gosling, London, 1742. We are still recording remotely due to the coronavirus. So Lisa is in Gloucester and I am in Birmingham. And we've had another look through uh, the cookbook over Christmas. And we've sorted out one of the medicinal recipes for a putrid sore throat. Shall I read it out from the the book, Lisa, and then we'll uh, go through it? Yeah, great stuff, Jack. Yeah, go for it. For a putrid sore throat, take candied Narbonne honey and with a tumble of boiling water, a gill of hollands and the thin rind of a lemon. Being first well sweetened with the honey, this will make a rich balsamic drink for the evening. In the morning at breakfast, take a toast and spread some of the honey, mix it this, in two or three days, will effectively remove the disorder. A few spoonfuls of this honey with two or three drops of lemon juice will, if taken in time, remove a bad cough. Mmm, maybe cook could cure.
1: <laughs> yeah, everybody says lemon and honey nowadays anyway, don't they? So,
0: yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yes. We've got the alcohol content in this, haven't we, the gin. So, yeah, it sounds short but sweet. So, we haven't managed to, um, we haven't got Narbonne honey with us uh, tonight, but you're going to use a local honey, aren't you, Lisa? That's right. Yeah, 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 I am. Yeah, it's local to here. Yeah, in
1: Gloucestershire. Oh, it's Howlett's honey.
0: Lovely. So, looking at the recipe, it's just really a case of taking the Narbonne honey, adding it with the boiling water and the, the gill of Hollands and the thin rind of the lemon so Lisa we've looked at this recipe we're going to take the the rind of the lemon first and sweeten it with honey
1: okay start peeling the lemon
0: yeah we'll start peeling the lemon and then we're going to just slightly marinate the the lemon rind in the honey okay okay And this recipe for a putrid sore throat, this recipe appears on page 89 of the cookbook and no name is attributed to this recipe.
1: Okay, well, yeah, I think that's, um, it's like half of the lemon actually. Okay, it's not the neatest. Okay, so pop it in a dish with a bit of uh, honey, okay.
0: Right, okay, so how much honey? Well, they don't actually say an amount. They just say, take candied Narbonne honey. Okay. So, I'm thinking about two teaspoonfuls. Does that sound about right? Yeah, yeah, sounds good.
1: Okay, so just put the lemon rind in there.
0: What does candied mean? So it mentions Candid Narbonne honey. Now, the word Candid is spelt C-A-N-D-I-D. Now, I did wonder about this Candid Narbonne honey. Did the word Candid mean the honey had crystallised and gone solid? Or did it mean that it was Candid as in it was authentic and genuine to the area? And I'll explain why. So Candid Narbonne honey. Narbonne honey is from an area in southern France, And the history of this honey dates back to the roman times and this honey is regarded as a very high quality honey and historically it was thought to have medicinal qualities the bees in the area feed off the local flora which includes rosemary lavender thyme as well as other local plants and it produces a pale ivory colored honey it's very unique to that area i don't think there's anywhere else in the world that produces this kind of honey I think the fact that this was considered a medicinal honey is why they're using it in this recipe. Ah. So that's why I'm thinking when they said candid at the beginning, were they referring to the fact that it had? It had gone solid or crystallized on the journey over or were they referring to the fact it was the genuine article this actual honey that had come from france i mean it would be lovely if we could actually get hold of some narbonne honey i have looked and looked and um i think the, i think the only way we'd get hold of some is by um actually going to narbonne in france <laughs>
1: no chance of that at the moment you're into full lockdown
0: (laughs) no chance of that at the moment no one's going anywhere i know with all the uh, travel restrictions at the moment so for now that's why we're using local honey tonight but back in the day they would have used this narbonne honey so amazing to think back then that this honey would have traveled all the way from france isn't it it was obviously known for its medicinal properties so yeah interesting Yeah, it is interesting. So I think the next thing, Lisa, is uh, just the boiling of the water. Yeah, brilliant. So a tumble refers to an old system used by Apocrathes before the old imperial system came in. So one tumbler is equal to eight fluid ounces of water. right, I'll just get a saucepan ready. Okay, so I'm just putting some water to boil.
1: Okay, so that's just the water that's gone in. Shall I measure the gin while I'm waiting for the water? Okay. how much gin?
0: Yeah, let's do that, yeah. Uh, Well, it mentions a gill of Holland's. And a gill, again, this is um, another old measurement, a gill is five fluid ounces. So in Great Britain, it's five fluid ounces. In America, it would be four fluid ounces. Don't quite know why there's a difference. Cool, that's a lot, isn't it? Cool, no
1: wonder you get better after having that.
0: I know, yeah. I mean, that's that's going to be quite a lot of gin, isn't it? No wonder you felt better after a, a glassful of this. So, Hollands refers to what we know today as gin, which is a, a liquor that is flavoured with juniper berries and Holland's, historically, was also known as Geneva, which is a traditional aromatic juniper-flavoured liquor from the Netherlands. And historically, this drink was thought to have some medicinal benefits, the oil of the juniper berries, helping to aid coughs, colds and sore throats. So you can see why they're they're using this in this recipe. Yeah, because it's quite a title, isn't it, this recipe? A putrid sore throat. (laughs) nearly coming to boil the water okay yep so that's come to the boil jack have you measured out uh, the gin yet lisa i've measured out the gin yeah five fluid ounces yeah wonderful so i think it's just a case now of mixing it all together so putting your tumble of boiling water your gin your local honey and uh, the rind of a lemon okay brilliant okay so i'm just
1: gonna
0: pop the honey and the rind in
1: Now I'm just going to add the uh, the gin. Let's see, it's all done. Yeah,
0: all done, Jack. Are you going to take a quick sip, Lisa? It'll be interesting to see if that gin, if a gill of gin, is just too overpowering.
1: Okay, I'll just grab a spoon.
0: You can certainly smell the uh,
1: the honey and the uh, the lemon. Oh yeah, that is a bit. (laughs) Has that hit the spot? (laughs) I can imagine you forget all about your throat.
0: (laughs) So if you if you did drink a whole tumbler of um, or a whole glassful of this, would you forget all about your worries completely? So we can see why this would be, um, um, yeah, why it would work, definitely. Well, there we go. Well, um, we, we've had a go at it. It's definitely worked out. And, um, yeah, interesting, isn't it? All the ingredients that they, they put in it and, and why they would have put them in. So, uh, so yeah. So I think we'll sign off on, the, on this uh, podcast. So thanks for listening and join us again soon. And it's goodbye from me, Jackie Davidson.
1: And from me, Lisa Parker. Bye. Bye.